what's up everyone my name is kira welcome or welcome back to a coming of age movie this week i'm super excited to be talking about a series that i just watched called the summer i turned pretty if you're listening to this you probably heard it or maybe you are trying to see if it's the right show for you and i hope this episode will be entertaining and or helpful Okay, so quickly, here is, like, the non-spoiler section of the episode. Um, If you haven't watched the show yet, just listen to this part and then turn this off and then go watch the show and then come back because I don't want to ruin the show for you. So, the little non-spoiler description is basically this girl named um, Isabel, but goes by Belly, and her mom go to Cousins Beach, which is a fake town, I'm pretty sure, but it's it's kind of supposed to be in, like, Cape Cod area, like, you know, those classic beach towns and they go to visit their family friends um Susanna the mom and Conrad and Jeremiah who are her sons and you know they're the classic you know beach people and they're blonde and everything is sunny and it's great and they all hang out and they have a great time and it's like a dream the perfect summer they keep saying and um but this summer Belly has gotten a bit older, the boys start seeing her differently and she goes on lots of wacky adventures and stuff happens and it's a very entertaining series so that's all i'm gonna say for the non-spoilers so if you haven't watched the series stop listening now and now i'm gonna jump into my actual thoughts on the actual series let's go okay so first i want to kind of touch on each character a little bit belly okay first of all i just like hate her name i like <laughs> i'm sorry i i get that's like a cute nickname whatever i think it's like so gross and they also say her name so often like they forgot how to like use pronouns like they refer to her as belly every like three seconds and it's actually like it's so cringy and so like trying so hard to be like oh we're cute we we know each other so well we call her belly like i don't know but then everyone calls her belly like even if they just meet her so i don't know i'm not into it but um she's like you know she's a chill person but she doesn't have very much of a specific personality she's a very generic main character so i'm not super into her character as like a whole um there's really not much development there's like a little bit which i'll get to in a little in a little bit later but otherwise she's pretty much just like you know the main character that everything else circles around and that's kind of ironic because we always say to try to be the main character or whatever but she's kind of a boring main character like the one that everyone makes fun of for like having no personality and the only reason that i really relate to her is because she's Asian, white asian which if you don't know i am also Asian, and she has the same phone case that i had in like middle school like she has like this like tie-dye sunset phone case that i had on my iphone 6s in middle school so that's kind of cool um but i do love lola tongue who plays her she's great and i'm really excited to see more from her because i'm pretty sure this was like her first big thing um sorry if i'm wrong oh an overall disclaimer um i haven't read the book books and i may have forgotten some minor details because i watched this a few days ago um it's more than a few days ago but i'm trying to stay true to the series of recording right after watching but whatever um so i'm sorry if like some things i say aren't 100 percent accurate but yeah and if i just i'm not like a super duper fan so sorry if i like mess up small details so that's Belly. And then there are the um there are three boys. She's kind of in a love triangle, but there's three of them, so but it's like not like a square. It's <sighs> there are three boys. Conrad, who is like the older brother of Susanna, their family friend, who okay. I find this kid so unattractive. Like not physically, like I don't care, whatever. He's he has no consistent personality that would make you like him. Like one second he is so okay, and it's not even like mood swings one second he's like so emo and like doesn't care at all and the next second he's like oh my god like yes family first belly i love you let's kiss like it's very it's very weird it doesn't really make sense and it's not like like i was saying a second ago it's not even like mood swings teenager like oh classic he's edgy like 
it's just like he has no consistent personality that like develops and I know I'm kind of like ripping this apart, but like I will get into the good things. It is a good series. I'm not like saying it isn't, but just as a character, he's so weird. And you kind of learn later that he's you know like going through this like grief process. So it's kind of it kind of makes sense that he goes through some like rough patches, but it really just seems like he has no consistent. I keep saying that word, but that's the only thing I can think of to describe it. Like there is nothing that stays um, there throughout the whole series. Like he changes every two seconds depending on who he's talking to. And I, I, it's just kind of weird. Like I could not form an opinion on him because he was different in every scene basically. Um, and I will say I was like very confused by his depression thing until the very end. And I didn't even realize that there was something going on. And I don't know, it kind of made it feel unrealistic. Like I'm trying to think about how to explain this. Basically, in, in case you kind of forgot or you just want me to clarify, we find out at the end that he knows that his mom is like basically dying. <laughs> that sounds so bad. I don't know. Whatever. And he has been like carrying this information and nobody else knows. But I didn't even realize that there was like something off. I kind of just thought he was like sad, just like going through a teen angsty thing. Um, and it kind of just made it feel unrealistic, like the depression thing. I kind of wish they dropped like there were sometimes when he kind of like made it seem like there was something going on but I thought that the thing going on was just like belly which I, which made me feel like I was like mad I was like there's no way he's like depressed over like liking belly like stop so I just wish there were a few more little hints that showed that he was actually like hiding something maybe I just missed them I don't know but that's my opinions on Conrad now moving on to Jeremiah okay I actually really like him he has a much more consistent personality he's like you can just tell that he has a lot of like bad anxiety and like he cares way too much about things and probably has ADHD and so that he just uses like his optimism as a coping mechanism and it's really consistent and it's pleasing to watch play out in these like situations like and it's like I don't know I just like him so much more as a character but I do wish that there was more evidence of his feelings for Billy like throughout the whole series like I feel like he kind of acts like a friend to her until the very end when he's like, I like you. And it's like, where did that come from? I also, this is just like a little uh, character thing. I don't know if this is in the book or not. I wish I knew, but I have not read the book. So maybe I'll go read them after. But they kind of just like subtly make him bisexual or like pansexual. I don't really know. Because like, they don't address his sexuality too much. Like he kind of just like, he's talking about like who he's like hooked up with or something. And he's like, oh yeah, her, him. And it's very subtle. And it's not like, oh yeah, see my personality is being gay. And it's like, it just makes it so much more of an accurate representation of, like, diversity with, you know, like, characters. And same thing with Belly. They don't constantly talk about her being Asian. They might mention it, like, once. Like, it's it's not, like, a big thing where it's like, oh, remember you're Asian. Remember, like, you don't, like, remember you're Asian, you're Asian. Talk about being Asian. Talk about being a minority. Like, no, just, just be it. Like, I don't know. I, I appreciated, like, the representation, the very, like, realistic representation. Um, and lastly, Cameron. Okay. This character exists in, like, every single show that you'll ever watch. He's just, like, the seemingly flawless boy who is just, like, so nice and so perfect to the main character who's then, like, left behind because, oh, like, I'm sorry, my heart belongs to Conrad, I can't, and he's like, I understand, and everything's, like, peaceful, like, that that always happens. And I kind of wish there was, like, a little bit more tension between the boys, like, between Cameron, they, they make fun of him, they call him, like, oh, Cam Cameron, like, they, they just, like, are always picking on him, and he kind of just lets them, like, I kind of wish it wasn't like that, I kind of wish he was, like, jealous, there was, like, one second where he mentions, like, oh, do you like Jeremiah, but, but then, like, that's kind of, like, it, so, I don't know, I'm not, uh, it's, it's very cliche, this series, it's, like, exactly what I need, these, these shows keep me going, because, like, they're pretty predictable, the ending was unpredictable, unpredictable, not, mm, not the ending, the little, like, cancer thing, that, I did not see coming, and I did like that, but the, 
you know, the, the basic structure of it is very predictable, and I like that because then I can just be entertained and, like, you know, daydream about going to the beach and having this perfect summer. So that's, like, it's, like, nice, you know, it, even though it's predictable. Okay, now let's go on to the mom's friendship. I personally love this because it's not a perfect friendship. They keep each other in check, which is honestly a lot like me and Julia, so, so that's kind of nice to see that representation, <laughs> like, they say, like, you're being stupid right now, you cannot do this, like, stop, and they're not just like, oh, Bessie's all the time, like, you know, no fights, we always get along, like, they, that's not, so, um, I also don't really know if we, the one thing that I'm, like, kind of not sure about is, did we get backstory on how they met, like, I don't really know if we did, and if we did, it wasn't super clear, and I kind of just wish we had a little bit more of that, it might have been, like, in school, I don't know, like, sorry for not having this information, I should have done more research before, but, um, I don't know, I wish there was a, a little bit more background, um, the book probably has more of that, because easier to give background in the book. Okay, I have to, like, be nice, because if they did give background in the show, they probably would have done it in a very, like, obvious way, like, oh, remember back in high school when we did, like, and I would have been like, oh, so okay, thanks for letting us know that you met in high school, and I would have been annoyed still, so I need to, like, just get over that. Anyway, but another thing I really like is how they treat each other's kids, like, they're, like, as their own children. I just think it's, you know, it's so cute, and it's so nice, and I love it. Same thing, that's, like, me and Julia with our parents, so I was nice to be hashtag relatable and feel very lucky to have that okay really quickly i just want to talk about like the friends they were kind of weird i felt like they didn't really have a consistent personality either especially like taylor in the beginning she seemed like really annoying and like a very basic uh you know girl just try- trying to be like popular trying to fit in trying to be like you know i'm a teenager but then like her personality would change every like five seconds like one second she was like really toxic next second she was like completely on belly's side and like trying to help her get through these challenges and then like once next 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 second she was like flirting with the boys like i don't know there wasn't really anything consistent also like the thing with between her and steven seemed very out of the blue i don't know i did not enjoy <laughs> i don't know I, I didn't like feel it before um okay now let's talk about like, the actual show, the structure of the show, and I'm going to be saying some good and bad things about it. I think we're going to go back and forth between bad and good things to kind of keep it consistent. Uh, not consistent. I keep using that word. That's like the word of the episode, but to keep it um like balanced. So I'll start with a bad thing. Um, The title, obviously they can't change that because it's the book, but I was a little bit confused because... um. There's a little, you know, there's a little intro part where it shows her growing up, and we see that she got prettier, like, you know, she got her braces off, like, you know, the classic took down her ponytail, like, got contacts, I don't know if she had glasses, I don't remember, <laughs> I think she did, but, um, so that happens, but it kind of seems like the boys have always liked her, like, they kind of made comments saying, like, oh, it's, like, always been you, and, like, blah, 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 um, so it kind of didn't seem like it was, like, oh, this was the summer that I suddenly got attention from the boys, but I will say, like, it, it does apply with, like, Cameron in the real world, so, like, I, like, maybe it fits, but, um, I, I actually really like the, I like the title, can you tell that recording alone is hard when I have to talk a lot, anyway, the title is a good title overall, like, I think it's, like, a cute title, but I just wish there was a little bit more, like, showing that the boys didn't like her before, like, weren't interested in her romantically, because it seems like they were, so, kind of inconsistent, consistent, anyway, now the first good thing, um, oh my god, okay, this was also kind of for the book, because this probably came straight from the book, I don't know, but I'm guessing, it's a line that Laurel says, I'm pretty sure, oh wait, Laurel or 
Susanna. One of the moms says, for Belly, Conrad is the sun. And when the sun comes out, the stars disappear. And this kind of really sums up the series because she has feelings for a lot of boys. But then once Conrad is like there, like everything else goes away. And that's, and that's all she cares about. So that shows that's her true love, whatever. And I'm team Jeremiah. But because of that line, I'm willing to put my feelings aside and like accept the fate. Which is like very, just it's a very powerful quote. And so I liked it. Okay. Um, next bad thing that I said is we need some more background. Like I mentioned before with the moms, I would like to know how they met, um, a little bit more about the past summers. Like we get a few details, but I like a little bit more about like their outside friends, outside events they attended, because it seems like they kind of just hung out in the house and I don't know. I would just like some more information on that. And also like about the ages of these characters and what they used to act like, because a big thing is like that Conrad acted acted different when she got there, that he was like all depressed, but I didn't know that he wasn't depressed before, so I like I couldn't really make that distinction. So I would like a little bit of that and their ages. Oh my god, I thought Jeremiah was older for a solid like two episodes. I like now looking back now, it makes sense that Conrad's older, but just like a little bit more about the ages. I know Belly was like getting her driver's license, and I guess Jeremiah had his driver's license because he like was teaching her. But I would just, like, I still don't know their ages. I think I looked it up and, like, it kind of made sense. But they're both older than her, which makes me wonder how old Conrad is compared to her. Like, 15, 18, are we talking? Because, like, I'm not judging, but that's illegal. So, I don't know. Just, like, I would like some information. Um, And, yeah, and also in the beginning, I didn't really understand. I didn't know that um, she always liked Conrad and that he wasn't really into her. Like, I don't know. That definitely happened in the book, but I didn't, like, get that in the series. The beginning of the series was very much, like, just setting up the dream, dreamy beach location, dreamy beach situation, and instead of establishing character traits. Okay. Next, good things. A uh, good thing was that I loved the acting from these kids. I was especially impressed by the interactions between Belly and Jeremiah. I thought it was just so natural, and it, like, looked like something that could actually happen. Like, oh my god, the scene where they, like, I think it's when they, like, first kiss, um in like a pool like maybe like no in a car wait I don't know exactly (laughs) they were in a car at some point and they like kissed and it was like you could tell it was like kind of awkward and and he was like oh my god are you sure and she was like yeah and it just seemed like so natural because it wasn't like so smooth and they were just like yeah let's do this and oh we're pros at making out it was like whatever like it seemed very like awkward like oh we've known each other our whole lives like should we be doing this and then it was like you know kind of kind of awkward kind of rough kind of figuring it out and it just seemed very natural and the two kids didn't seem like uncomfortable with it they were very just mature about it as far as I know I don't know how filming what filming was but I loved it and I thought all the kids were really really great actors um so were the adults I mean like mm, I don't want to like call anyone out but I think I think the kids were honestly better than the adults um Next bad thing, okay, I'm so sorry, I, I hate to rip apart a show, but this script was a little bit off, um, some lines were, like, delivered really unnaturally because they were just, like, so weird to begin with that there was no way to say them in the right way, and I think this comes from when adults try to write, um, conversations between Gen Z people, and it sounds like, you know, they throw a lot of, like, you know, TikTok slang and all that in, and it does not, it's not used right, and it sounds really weird, I was not into that, um, and that's also, like, with the acting, like I was saying, there were some lines that I heard that were kind of awkward lines, but the characters, uh, the actors delivered them in a way that made them not as awkward, and so that's another reason why I think that they're really good actors, because they can take whatever material they need and make it good. Um, another good thing, I already mentioned this, but, like, the Asian-American representation, like, there were, 
you know, very small indications of their culture and heritage, but, like, overall, they have personality traits besides just, like, being Asian, and this was just, like, nice to see, because, like, obviously, you know, it's nice to, you know, stay true to, like, if they have, you know, Asian culture and all that, that's, like, great, but it wasn't, like, they were so singled out because they're Asian, especially, like, if they were, like, born in America and, like, lived in America their whole life, like, why is their whole personality trait just being Asian? Like, I don't know. So I really liked that, that how they did that. I already said that. Um, and... Oh, I also loved the small subplot of Steven, like, receiving microaggressions from the country club members because it was, like, it was showing, like, people who are racist are often not outwardly, like, purposely racist. Like, they were saying things like, oh, you know, I'm sure your family all goes to, like, Ivy Leagues or whatever, like, things like that. And it just kind of shows, like, like, what, like, mm, you probably don't realize you're being offensive, but, like, what are you saying? And so that was, like, a nice... Instead of being like, haha, you're Asian. Like, it was just, like, it was a nice, like, realistic thing. Um, I also, okay. I liked, I went back and forth on the soundtrack because there were some songs that were, like, I think they played, like, Levitating and stuff, and that was kind of, I wasn't, like, a big fan of. But they also played a lot of songs that I listened to, like, a lot. Um, they played, like, Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers. Um, they played, what else? Olivia Rodrigo. They played, like, multiple Olivia Rodrigo songs. Um... There's one song called, like, Listomania by Phoenix, which I, like, didn't think people liked. I don't know. It was just cool, because there were a lot of songs that were, like, popular, but not, like, super-duper TikTok, which I appreciated, because a lot of a lot of shows and movies now have a lot of TikTok-centered soundtracks, and it makes me uncomfortable, but it was it was still, like, TikTok-y, but not as intense. I, I enjoyed the soundtrack for the most part. Okay, now I'm going to be talking about some differences from the book. I did a little bit of research for this part, because, as I mentioned, I did not read the book, but first, I'm going to take a sip of my Sprite, and catch you up on my life quickly not too much okay um i'm really excited to be doing this i mean i'm already recording this episode but i was really looking forward to this because um i've been working this week it's only tuesday so i've only been working two days but i'm like really tired because i'm not used to doing work and being so like attentive for like five hours at a time so it's just been nice to record this and talk about something i really really care about i love my work too but it's just cool to do this and be by myself and chill i just threw my pencil at the phone sorry for the sound you probably just heard okay anyway and julia is at a college program so that's why she's not here so let's do um differences from the book so the first thing book has more backstory of course like any book is going to have that of course but um i read like a quick summary of the book um like not like every single detail but i just like so much more and i was like oh that makes sense like oh this is really interesting like because there were little details that they left out of the series for you know time's sake i did appreciate how it was like a pretty short series it didn't take up like such a long like i hate long series honestly series 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 i don't know how to say that i hate long shows so it was nice for it to be a pretty concise um and okay also something in the book is that both of the boys knew about Susanna's cancer coming back, which is a better explanation for, like, all of the tension that happens that summer. And I think it would have been really cool to have both of them know because then it's, like, there is that kind of mysterious tension and you think it's, like, oh, it's such a love triangle, like, wow, so much tension. But then you realize, no, their mom is dying. And it's, I just like that could have been, like, really cool if they did that in the um, in the series. I don't really know why they didn't. Maybe they wanted, like, you know, the comic relief of Jeremiah or something. Like, I don't really know. But I think it could have been really nice. 
Um, there was also more foreshadowing of Susanna's fate in the book. Um, like, I read in the book that, that she is constantly tired, she's, like, falling asleep all the time, and she, like, looks really frail, when in the series she, like, seems perfectly healthy, and she's, like, bouncing around and, like, just having a good old time, but that could mean that the cancer just hasn't affected her as much yet, like, it's earlier on in, like, whatever, in her cancer, which could be setting up for the next season, um, which, similarly, in the book, Susanna doesn't have the choice to try a new treatment, and she kind of just accepts that she's going to die, and, like, big spoiler, I guess, um, but she does die, like, in between the first and second books, I'm pretty sure, and it's kind of, okay, I, if you've, I, I think I've mentioned this before, like, I love a good, like, death, I love a good tragic moment in, um, in a book or movie, and, um, a big theme in the book is like she accepts her fate and she's at peace with it as long as she has one more perfect summer and that's just that's exactly what the book is about like that perfect summer it's like a separate reality nothing is nothing feels like it lasts forever it's just like just a perfect summer which is very similar oh my god to my favorite book ever um we were liars so go read that if you want but um I liked that a lot like I, I that really stuck with me and I've been thinking about it since I like read about it online but in the, the show it seems like giving her another chance like giving her that treatment option and saying okay I'm gonna try the treatment it really just feels like they're bringing her back from the dead which almost feels weak like okay I don't mean because she's not dead obviously but they say like oh no she's gonna die and they cry about it and they play funeral by Phoebe Bridgers and they're accepting that she's dying and then she's like JK I'm gonna do treatment and I hate when shows do this like no offense to this show or any other show but I hate it I hate it it's like in Stranger Things if you've seen Stranger Things they in season two oh sorry for the Stranger Things spoilers like just skip ahead if you don't want to hear this or just like leave I don't care I'm talking about it in season two they basically kill off oh no season one they basically kill off Eleven like she goes she defeats the Demogorgon and like and then all of a sudden she's gone and like she's dead but then she comes back for season two and it's oh my god like because then they, they get the drama and the tragedy of losing her in season one but then they still have the character for season two to like keep the fans you know same thing with Hopper he dies quotes at the end of season three then comes back for season four and this happens like all the time and the worst example ever big hero six baymax dies and they they at the very end he like fixes baymax so that he could be there for the series like okay i hate like sorry i hate this so much like if you're gonna kill a character keep them dead like honor your choice and like go with it because it's gonna be so much more powerful and less like oh we're using this for the emotion, but JK, we want them back to like you know use the characters because money and because you like the character like stop stop end of my rant for that but i guess this could mean that the series is taking like a different turn because either they're gonna kill susanna after after she tries the treatment or she'll survive and if she survives then that's already very different from what happens in the book because in the book she's dead so i don't know anyway overall i really enjoyed this series and i'm really interested to see how season two will look like i just said because i feel like it'll be different than the books um i haven't read the books it's not like i know like i have anything to compare it to but it's a really interesting show because it's really entertaining like it's definitely flawed but I feel like they know it's flawed and it's more for like the fantasies of the perfect summer which is like exactly what the show is about it's about like a flawed like, like they all have these characters are all in flawed experiences and like doing crazy things that like definitely aren't good ideas but they're like I don't care because it's for a perfect summer like Belly literally is in this like debutante ball which she like does not stand for at all and she's like but she's like you know what I don't care because perfect summer that's basically this this move this show it's like I don't care because perfect summer and 
a lot of my friends would really like it because I think it's just like so entertaining, which I agree. But I always like to like analyze things too much. So I'm like, what are you talking about? It was like so flawed. But they're like, no, but it's just, it's supposed to be flawed. It's like entertaining. And I'm like, actually, you know what? You're right. So I would definitely recommend the series to, um, I don't want to say like anyone because you won't find it interesting. I mean, you might, you might. I don't like my dad found it interesting and you know, that's not the target audience. But I would definitely recommend it to like any teenagers who you know, just want that summer escape and want that nice, cheesy, classic love story. I mean, if you're listening to this, you probably already watched it, but recommend it to your friends who fit this description. Um, if you enjoyed this episode of A Coming of Age Movie, be sure to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, at acoam.podcast, and on Twitter at acoam. Um, sorry, Julia usually does this part, but she's not here. At acoam underscore podcast to keep up with us and hear about more cool episodes, more cool shows and movies that we'll review, and other cool episodes because we've been putting them out weekly and they're all pretty awesome. And um, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week on a coming of age movie.